0: Hello, my friend. So this entry uh, struck me as the sort of thing that was better suited for a video. I could hop on, connect face-to-face, eye-to-eye with you for a moment, just kind of share about the experiences that I've been having that are more or less informing the case that's made on this page and that I've argued in some writing. And last night was beautiful experience I got to I actually actually had a really rough day uh, mentally psychologically just dealing with uh, a lot of health challenges Uh, not me personally but people that I love and care about and it's gotten pretty dark and you know there's not insurance that can cover it so it's cost a lot of money out of pocket that it's not necessarily easy to come by right now and uh, it was a pretty rough day in general, but I got to close the day out by hanging out with a few of my friends, close friends I'd consider brothers from another mother, um, on the House Party app. If you haven't seen the House Party app, it's just a video group call uh, interface where you get to hang out with people. It seems to be best when you only have about four people on the call at a time. It gets a little spotty after that, but uh, it's been a godsend, I think, during the lockdown Because I've been able to connect with my family and friends in a way that's not quite as intimate as being there in person with them, of course, but something similar. And it's sort of like an extra room in your house that you all have. And if you pop into that extra room, everyone else is notified that you're in the room. And if you happen to have a moment and some free time, you can pop in and just say hello and connect. So it's been cool. And I got to hang out with uh, three of my dear friends and It's a music night where one or many of us, depending on the time that we have, will share music that we're either really digging or music that we've created of our own or whatever it might be with each other. And last night I unveiled, to use a rather dramatic but somewhat fun term, my composition that I've been working on for this EP that I'm putting together. Uh, I've been working on the song over the last three months or so in just my spare time, mostly on the weekends, almost entirely on the weekends. And I finally was, it's gotten to a state where I feel like it's ready to be shared. And I wanted to share it in a personal and intimate setting and I shared it with them. And I got to see the reactions as they listened to it and (laughs) they, they all had their headphones on. We did a little countdown before they all started the track since they were all in different places and And I got to hear their raw reactions to it in real time as they were listening to it and and bobbing their head and whatever, you know. And then we got to geek out about it afterward, just kind of talk about it. It was just a cool experience. And I contrast it with what it's like to post a clip online. At any point, I could post a song, I could post a clip of my playing, whatever it might be, and thousands of people will see it. Within a matter of minutes, oftentimes, within hours, certainly. And if it's a particularly good clip, it could be tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands, and sometimes even a million or more. And it's not uh, anywhere near as rewarding as this one simple moment with my friends getting to have this connected experience that's kind of like playing for a club, you know, or playing at a bar where you really get to be with the people, you get to talk with them after the show, you get to see them in that moment kind of feel the energy exchange there's just something about that that i think is priceless frankly because the creative act is difficult we don't exactly have a lot of time to do it i mean some of us have more time than others of course i don't mean to generalize so much here but uh, if it's anything like how it is for me on the weekends i get to work on it but during the week i gotta work you know and the fact that Anyone would take the time to develop skills and attain a, lever, a level of mastery of fluency and spend that, that precious spare time that they have on creating a piece of art. And then they would think of me as somebody who might be interested in hearing or seeing the art. There's something so sweet about that. And getting to have getting to be the one who has made something and sharing it with them was equally sweet. You know? And getting to see the raw reactions to it. It works both ways. Whether they make it and they share it with me, it means a lot to me. And whether I make it and share it with them, it means a lot to them. It's an honor of some kind. And you kind of don't get that when the thing that you create is immediately shared with the entire world through social media. Um, It's this dilution of the effort itself because of the context in which it ends up being shared. You know, uh, in a previous post, I made this uh, argument in this conversation I was having with my wife about how you can stumble upon the most beautiful work of art, or the most profound nugget of wisdom, or uh, the most outraging <laughs> piece of information within the context of a social media feed, and it's immediately diminished in its value, and its impact, and its even its very ability to land hit home hard enough for you to contemplate it with the due consideration that it warrants. You can't do that when it's surrounded by, or you certainly uh, dramatically reduce your ability to do that when it's surrounded by videos of cats falling off countertops or pictures of people's butts and their trip to Belize and the uh, attention modification, behavioral manipulation and uh, mechanisms impinging on your attention at all times that surround the beautiful thing that you were just exposed to, right? Now, this isn't an argument to suggest that it's not worth the attempt to make that space, that digital commons more beautiful, right? It's just to say that the ability for the beauty to be transmitted and to truly land is (laughs) clearly compromised by the context context itself and contrast that with creating something that you care about sharing it with people that you love in an intimate setting in which the event at hand for all of us to be present to is the sharing of the art that you made or the receiving and, and the viewing and the listening of the art that someone else has made it's just the context supports a higher level of engagement higher quality interaction and of course the connection that could come from that. And in the skill acceleration methodology, there's this method that I call meta. And part of what's at the heart of meta is connection. And when there's a connection formed as a consequence of something that you've created, as a consequence of skills that you've acquired, that you had to use in order to create that thing that you shared that formed that connection, there's just something so exquisite, profound, and beautiful and rewarding and fulfilling in a way that you just, simply cannot get, and the vapid, low-resolution, shallow and scattered, fragmented exchange that can take place in the online social media circle, church. So when I talk about this, I tend to sound like I'm advocating for the former and demonizing the latter. There's nothing wrong with creating art and sharing it with an audience and having that aim and having that intention and having the uh, being... Deliberate about wanting to commodify the art in the first place and make some sort of living from it. Nothing wrong with any of that whatsoever. But just recognizing that the context in which the art is shared and experienced determines the quality of that experience itself. And lately I've just found that no amount of attention that can come through, I think this has always been the case, by the way, I've just been a little bit more sensitive to it lately. No amount of attention that can come as a consequence of sharing it with the wider world compares to even it's not even close to the quality and fulfillment and, and uh, rewarding nature of sharing it with a few intimate friends and family or even fans and a setting in which the context is conducive to that sort of presence and that sort of connection. So I had that experience last night. Figured it would be a nice follow-up to a post I did previously, which was a case against the constant and consistent content production model that is so heavily espoused by people who are all participating in the game for one reason or another. Um, And again, not to say that there's anything wrong with it. It's just different, and it's not necessarily needed. And the sort of depth that you can engage in when you're doing some creative pursuit or another is... I believe, made less accessible to you when you're just trying to keep up in the hamster wheel version of uh, what you could call art production. It's kind of hard to call it art when you really get right down to it, if that's the spirit in which it's created. But that's not necessarily an argument that I'm here to make. So try it on. That's really all I, I suggest, you know, not... I'm not positing an ideological position or taking a stand or anything like that here. You know, you, you could always do both, too. But see what it's like to just make something that you put a lot of time, energy, and creative effort and skill into and and then just share it with a handful of people. It doesn't have to be shared with the world. It doesn't have to be seen by the world. Let's see what it feels like. And uh, maybe later on, if you decide to share it more widely, you will, you know, I've done this many times throughout my life where I've made a gift. I would say 80% of what I've made, no one's ever seen. No one ever will. I would say something like uh, the uh, 10 or 15% of of the remaining percentage. I, I would share with just close friends and family and never anybody else. And then that tiny remainder about 5% end up sharing with the world. But I always start with very, very rare exceptions, I I, I tend to start with sharing it with some close friends and family first and kind of get that moment, you know, before sharing it with the wider world. And often that doesn't even happen with the remaining 5%. So try it on, see how it works. And if you feel inclined to make an event of some kind out of sharing what it is that you've made and you want to invite me to that event, I'd love to be there. I'd love to check it out. I consider it an honor and I consider it a privilege. That's sort of what is at the heart of this. It's restoring a sense of intimacy and connection and care. There's a few arguments that I can hear bouncing around in the back of uh, certain minds that I'm imagining that might be listening to this. That's probably an accurate way to put it because I don't really know. Um, One of the arguments is that push back against this idea is first and foremost, there's a level of entitlement that you might uh, presume comes along with this, right? Who cares enough about what it is that you're making to sit down and make an event out of it where it's like, you're, you're in the spotlight and, you know, Hey, look what I've made. Everybody. Isn't that a little prideful and egocentric? Yeah, You could certainly make the argument that it is. Um, But, what isn't egocentric and narcissistic about posting it with the entire world (laughs) you know posting it to the entire world and hoping that people are going to pay attention to it it's like to me that argument is a non-sequitur it doesn't mean there's some validity to the argument it is an interesting question you know that we these these talking apes decide to make something and then we want to share that with other people say hey look what i made you know is it a mating call is it a virtue signaling is it a is it a a prey or a hope or a ploy to receive some sort of love attention approval and validation that's deep enough for us to feel like we're worth something we're valuable who the hell knows right there's so many reasons why we might do this sort of thing um but what I found is that it's more of an invitation to increase the level of connection and intimacy in the relationships with the people that you care about the most. If you lead out by kind of setting the context for an event like this, and I call it an event loosely, you know, it's just like me and a few bros hanging out on house party. We talked for like an hour before I shared with them the song that I made. And then we should talk for an hour after that too. You know, it's just kind of like, it's just a part of what we experienced. Um, that you're setting the stage for a sort of intimacy that can happen what I noticed was after we had that experience one of the first things uh, my, my buddy Josh he said what you just did is what we've been attempting to create we've been talking about wanting to do something like this but we haven't figured out logistics of how to do it and you just kind of gave it to us you know in and, and this instance it the three people that were hanging out i was hanging out with our brothers so they they get together and do their own thing that biological brothers you know and i was kind of like the, the fourth wheel or the third wheel i suppose it was i was the fourth person so <laughs> uh, putting it all together and i demonstrated something that could be done i didn't mean to do this i was just you know hey you guys want to go on a trip with me that's seriously what i asked They're like yeah what is it? it is like well i've been working on the song and it, I've, I've put a lot of time and energy into it I would consider it the first real song or composition that I've written ever since uh, the Bloom album uh, the last Bloom album Aftermath which was probably like in 2014 or 15 it was a while ago when we did that and you know I've done a bunch of other things I've done a bunch of uh, miniature compositions and I've thrown guitar solos on top of other tracks and things like that but it's very different this is just a totally different beast for me it's like, yeah, I'd love to share it with you. You know, I found this to be really cool. I have artists who are sharing their stuff with me and they're showing me their work in progress along the way. And I'm getting a glimpse into their own creative process. And I'm finding it to be a profound and fulfilling and highly instructive experience. Um, one, of, one of the artists uh, you know, I'm friends with, uh, I, I just consider myself utterly Floored that the, the fact that I'm even connected to the guy at all—it's just—it's a huge, profound privilege. But he shares with me some of his visionary art that he's creating. His name's Sean Album. If you want to check him out, He sends me some of his visionary art that, while it's in process, and I learned so much about what is possible when making art and playing the creative game, as it were, just by seeing the sausage get made, as it as it were, and. We get to we just kind of set the stage for this to happen. Told them that the song isn't completely finished, but it's pretty close. Like it's at the point where I'm like, this is pretty much what it's gonna be, you know. Just a few odds and ends to polish, and I'd love to go on a trip with you guys and see how you dig it, see how it lands, you know. And you're not looking for feedback. You're not. You could be if you want to. Nothing (laughs) wrong with that, but you're not looking for. how do i make this better how do you're not looking for any suggestions on how to improve it although you might be you could ask those questions it's more about just kind of getting to have that moment where you see their raw reaction in real time because pretty much none of that happens when you're sharing sharing online even if you live stream a song that you made or you perform it live and i'm not saying that there are there aren't varying degrees of the sort of intimacy and connection that can happen in, in that real-time response because there are clearly there's a spectrum here that even when you're online you do a live stream and people are commenting in real time and say well what is a comment comment is this highly reduced form of communication it's incredibly low resolution or something like 75 percent vocal tonality facial expression body language energy prosody all of that is stripped out of that communication into a little bit of text That's transmitted in a digital commons for the sole purpose. Let me rephrase that. Um, There's probably a lot of purposes and reasons to do it. But one of the main reasons you would ever do it um, just as a consequence of the medium itself is for attention. Right? Nothing wrong with wanting to get attention. But that's the main reason why you do it. You either want the creator to see what you said, or you want to see you want other people to see what you said to the creator in that moment, or both. And there's a reason for saying what you ended up saying and getting the attention that you'll get from it. So the thing that you say ends up being shaped and contorted in subtle and overt ways as a consequence of knowing that you're conforming to the constraints of the platform and its context, as well as getting the attention of the people who are tuning into it and the creator who's going to see it. It's just, there's all these little subtle things. Um, and not so subtle things that um, manipulate the, the low resolution transmission and communication that's coming through when it's based in a textual format online, even if you're live streaming, right? Again, it's not to diminish the value of doing these live streams. It's cool. Um, again, it's not to demonize any of that. It's just uh, to look at it critically And to question it and to look at some of the alternatives and to spotlight how valuable those alternatives turn out to be, especially in contrast to what I consider to be a bankrupt and meretricious myth that, A, we need all of this attention, B, that we're entitled to all of this attention see that we really get something of lasting value and benefit that hits home deeply and deeply and feeds our soul in a matter of speaking by getting all this attention that all of this stuff is just constantly bombarded into i think at least the digital natives of this world's heads you know and uh, I believe it's psychologically destructive in many ways. I've seen a lot of damage come from it. I've seen a lot of addictions form. I've seen a lot of depressions um, come as a result of this. There's a lot of things that happen. There's a sense of inadequacy, insecurity, distrust, fears, outrage, anger. I mean, the, the list of negative emotions that happen a lot faster and last a lot longer than the than the contrasting positive emotions that take time to develop and can evaporate in an instant. instance. It's a long list. Um, and that's not necessarily the waters in which I'm attempting to wade, but I say all of it just to contextualize what you're missing out on if that's the main game you're playing versus what there is to gain when the entire interaction is built on a premise of high quality presence and connection one another surrounded by art art that you took the time to create and make so anyway, that's a fair bit of a rant that i didn't necessarily mean to get into but once you get going i got this log video that some sometimes tends to uh demand <laughs> demand expulsion so uh try it on let me know how it goes thanks for tuning in and uh, i'll talk soon peace